Well, I better get going. Your show's almost on. It's officially overtime. Sounds like a freaking agent. Yeah. Can't wait to meet him. Overtime with Lee Patterson, the only live local radio sports talk show in the Gila Valley. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. And now, here's your host for Overtime, Lee Patterson. that hard to turn the knobs? Well, hello there. How are you? Sometimes it is hard to turn the knobs, right? Welcome to Overtime. It is Wednesday, November 18th. Hope you are doing well and staying healthy out there. It is playoff time in high school football, high school volleyball. We've got some drama over winter sports. We have all of an update on all of it coming up today on Overtime. What is going on? We'll start with high school football scores from last week, starting into 3A. Uh, this I consider this a big upset. River Valley beat Phoenix Christian 35-33. ALA Gilbert North over ALA Ironwood 42-13. Blue Ridge beat Round Valley 13-6 to end their winning streak. That's only a second loss this year for Round Valley. Their first was to Safford to start the season. Catalina over Sarita 14-6. Borgade Catholic beat Chino Valley 35-18. Arizona College Prep over Coronado, 56-7. Dysart beat Central, 50-24. Santan Foothills beat Eastmark, 35-15. Gilbert Christian over Coolidge, 35-6. Snowflake blanked Payson, 30-0. Push Ridge blew out Florence, 56-0. Sabino over Saguaro, 27-23. Sabino scored two touchdowns in two minutes to win that game against Saguaro after they got an onside kick. And the big game of the week that you heard here on Friday night, Thatcher defeated Safford 27-14. to I thought that was a great football game. Too many penalties for Safford, though. They've really got to clean that up this week. Twice they kept Thatcher drives alive with a 15-yard penalty, and they ended up scoring. That was the difference in the game. Um, in big games like that, you've got to be able to keep your emotions in check and not get those big penalties. Safford was not able to do that. And it, they fell to 27-14 and were jumped in the rankings by Thatcher because of that. So we'll get to those rankings here in a bit. Uh, Valley Christian blew out Sholo 34-2. And Yuma Catholic beat Kingman 69-28. Taking a look at two-way football scores from last week. We got a nice little upgrade in the overtime studio. I got a big old monitor that I could look at now instead of a little computer screen. Big OTV up on the wall. I like it. Arete Prep beat Holbrook 64-48. Arizona Lutheran over Heritage Academy Levine 55-7. Benson beat Wilcox 42-0. Did you know that Benson has no seniors this year? And they are undefeated in the number one team in two-way right now. Bisbee beat Tombstone 54-9. Miami wins the Copper Kettle 43-14 over Globe. Glendale Prep beat Kingman Academy 26-24. Marinci beat Pima in a great game 21-15. So Pima scored to go ahead with a minute 22 left. And Marinci re- returned the ensuing kickoff down to around the 13-yard line and scored with pretty much time expiring to win that game 21-15. Big game for Marinci up there. Uh, Pima did get into the playoffs, though. Again, we'll look at those rankings here in a second. Valley Lutheran beat North Point Prep 31-28. These are two-way scores. Tank Averde beat Rio Rico 48-13. Scottsdale Christian blew out Scottsdale Prep 49-7. to 
Tonopah Valley beat St. John Paul 48-24. St. John's dominated Santan Charter 49-6. And the last two games, Parker Trivium Prep were canceled, as were Camp Verde and Veritas Prep. Camp Verde actually canceled their season, or is quarantined at least, so they were not able to get into the playoffs or weren't able to compete in the playoffs, which is why Pima was able to get in. 1A playoff scores from last week as the 1A started uh, or continued last week. Baghdad beat Tempe Prep 62-20. to Muggione over Sam Manuel 50-6. Williams beat St. David 38-20. to And Superior beat Anthem Prep 76-20 to in their games. So games this week in the 1A playoffs are Williams versus Superior on the 20th. And on the 21st, it will be Baghdad versus Mugione. I'm just not sure why they're playing on a Friday and a Saturday. I'm not real sure for that. Let's go to football rankings while we've got football up on the screen here and the you know what we want to go to we don't want to go to rankings we want to go to brackets that's where we want to go so the 2a football bracket for the play-in game so we'll say this again for those that haven't been here the last couple of weeks this is not technically the first round of the playoffs for 2a 3a or 4a but i'm calling it the first round of the playoffs Anytime that you play a game in a seeded game and you lose and your season's over, it's the playoffs. This is technically the play-in round, so here is the 2A play-in round. Number 16, Pima, will be at number one, Benson, on Friday night. Number nine, Miami, at number eight, Scottsdale Prep. Number 10, St. John's, will take on number seven, Chandler Prep. Number 13, Wilcox, will go to number four, Arizona Lutheran. Number four, Veritas Prep, will go to number three, Santa Cruz. Number 12, Sequoia Pathway at number 5, Marinci. Number 11, Glendale Prep is at number 6, Parker. And number 15, Santan Charter will be at number 2, Scottsdale Christian. That is the 2A play-in round. Then what's going to happen? The eight winners will go back into the hopper. They will reseed those based on rankings and then produce tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow morning, mid-morning, or not tomorrow, Saturday mid-morning, they will produce a... They will produce a bracket for the official first round of the playoffs, which will technically be the second round of the playoffs, in my opinion. Uh, Marinci has a tough draw with Sequoia Pathway. They're pretty good this year. Um, Marinci, the number five seed. Sequoia Pathway, the number 12 seed. Um, Sequoia's got some dudes. Uh, Marinci and Pima were a pretty good game. Both teams a little banged up after that. I think Marinci will pull that one out. Uh, Sequoia Pathway making the long trip, four-hour drive up to Marinci. Uh, it'll be cold for those guys from Sequoia Pathway, so... I like Marinci in that game. Uh, Wilcox has got a big, big ask in front of them at Arizona Lutheran. Uh, Arizona Lutheran only played four games this year, though, uh, because of COVID. They did play last week, so that helped. Um, Wilcox obviously struggled with Benson 42 to nothing, so uh, Wilcox is going to have to play their best game of the year to beat Arizona Lutheran. Uh, Pima is pretty banged up after that Marinci game. They technically weren't supposed to be into the playoffs. They were the 17 seed. Camp Verde canceled or quarantined, so Pima moved up to number 16. They will have to go to Benson. Nobody has really tra- uh, has really challenged Benson this year, 
and I'm not so sure that a beat-up Pima team will have the manpower to do that either. But you know they'll be ready under Jim Hughes. So uh, I'm never, I'm not going to say, I'm never going to say never on that game. But um, Pima, again, like Wilcox, will have to play their best game of the season to beat Benson. Let's check out the 3A bracket. Again, a play-in bracket for the 3A, not technically the first round of the playoffs, so these eight winners will be reseeded for next week's official opening round of the playoffs. Number 16, Borgate Catholic is at number one, Yuba Catholic. Number nine, Round Valley is at number eight, Valley Christian. Number 10, Wickenburg will go to number seven, Blue Ridge. Number 13, Safford is at ALA Gilbert North. Number 14, Push Ridge is at number, excuse me, number 14, Gilbert Christian is at number three, Push Ridge. Number 12, Thatcher is at number five, Arizona College Prep. Number 11, River Valley, is at number 6, Phoenix Christian. And number 15, Dysart, will be at number 2, Snowflake. Some interesting notes about these two games. So 12 and 13 is where Thatcher and Safford end up. Safford was 8th and fell all the way to 13th after their loss to Thatcher. Thatcher moved from 13 to 12 in the rankings, or at least in the bracket rankings. Um, first meeting ever between Safford and ALA Gilbert North. It will be the second time that Safford's played at ALA Gilbert North this year, though. They played and beat Fountain Hills there in week two. ALA Gilbert North beat Thatcher 28-14 this year. I think that Safford offense poses a, a problem for ALA Gilbert North. Not a necessarily a big physical defensive front, more of an athletic defensive front. So I think Safford will be able to run the football on ALA Gilbert North. But Gilbert North, Jack Reisdorf throws the ball really well. We saw that against Thatcher. Obviously, Thatcher's Achilles heel. And as long as Safford, if, as long as Safford doesn't let them get over the top, I like Safford's chances in a big 13-4 upset at ALA Gilbert North. I really do. And then the Thatcher-Arizona College Prep game will be our game of the week on Friday night, 7 o'clock. That game will actually be at Perry High School. So do not Google Arizona College Prep. You will not find the game there. You will be going to Perry High School on Queen Creek Road um, for that game. Arizona College Prep is interesting. I've watched about four films on them this week, and they've got a big running back who likes to run people over. They've got a really, really athletic wide receiver who can run past anybody, and their quarterback can toss it. I mean, that's that's kind of what they do. They don't do much fancy stuff. It's just a lot of straight-ahead stuff, which I think Thatcher is ready for. Um, I don't know that they're ready for Thatcher's offense, though. I just don't. Thatcher is clicking right now. And I I like the Thatcher to upset Arizona College Prep in a 12-5 game. I really do. Um, And then then everything could get reseeded. No telling who's going to be where on that one. Um, That'll be our game of the week on Friday night at 7 o'clock here on KETO as well as GilaValleyCentral.net. Also, ALA Gilbert North will be uh, streaming the Safford game. We put that link, or we put the we embedded the video on our KETO player page on Gila Valley Central, so you'll be able to watch that game. But remember, it is the ALA feed, so it will be in favor of ALA the entire time. Just remember that. Do not get upset at Gila Valley Central and or me uh, because they were pro-ALA Gilbert North. That's their broadcast. It's going to be. Um, so... Yeah, that's the playoffs this week in football. Uh, volleyball brackets, 
Big week last weekend for Gila Valley teams in the state tournament. Uh, the 3A conference bracket is down to the semifinals, and it includes the Thatcher Lady Eagles. Uh, games last week, Thatcher number four Thatcher beat Tank Verde in straight sets, 25-18, 25-20, and 25-17. In the opening round, they then took care of number five Arizona College Prep in straight sets, straight sets, three nothing, twenty five eleven, twenty five nineteen, and twenty five eighteen. They will take on number one Northwest Christian at eleven a.m. at Marcos Deniza High School on Saturday. The other semifinal will be number two Snowflake and number three Valley Christian. Northwest Christian is pretty darn good. Uh, they've only they only lost one set this whole entire year. They're undefeated, fifteen and zero. It'll be interesting. It'll be a great test for Thatcher. Uh, much like on the football side, Thatcher's going to have to play a flawless game uh, to win that one. It's not impossible, though. I mean, you're in the semifinals. Anybody can win anything. It would be cool to see Thatcher Snowflake in the state championship game, only because they're public schools. I mean, that's that's just the way I feel about that. On the 2A side of things, Pima making a run as well. In the opening round, Pima... Defeated Saint Aug- number three Piman defeated number fourteen Saint Augustine three nothing twenty five thirteen twenty five fourteen twenty five twelve, and in the second round Pima defeated number six Scottsdale Prep three to one twenty five seventeen twenty one twenty five twenty five twenty two and twenty five twenty one. Pima will play number two Scottsdale Christian at noon at McClintock High School on Saturday. The other semifinal will be number one Trivium Prep and number four Chandler Prep. That game is at ten a.m. On Saturday morning, Pima did play Scottsdale Christian this year and got beaten straight sets. Pima has not lost a game since then. They've won 11 straight. So, exciting weekend for local sports in the playoffs, for sure. We will take a break here on Overtime. When we come back, we will talk about winter sports. So there's been a lot of questions going around social media. So I went straight to the horse's mouth today and talk to the AIA, and I'll give you what they told me coming up next here on Overtime. Welcome back to Overtime. Lee Patterson with you. Hope you're having a great Wednesday afternoon with record highs thrown in the middle of freezing temperatures. It's fun. It's just fun, right? Um, I reached out today. So a couple of days ago, on Monday, the AIA announced that they have recommended, recommended, that's easy for me to say, recommended to their executive board to delay the start of winter sports. The AIA executive board will meet sometime soon. I've since found out that will be tomorrow. And they will get to vote on this. There's been some, I reached out to the AIA because there's been a lot of questions and the AIA was quick to get back to me, which I'm grateful for. And so here's some facts sent to me today by the AIA about winter sports. And I'm just going to read them verbatim as they came to me. Um, Executive Director David Hines on Monday recommended to the executive board at its regularly scheduled meeting that that the beginning of winter sports competition be postponed until January. A start date has not been determined yet. If the competition season will begin in the first half of January, then practices can begin in December. At no point did the AIA ever suggest canceling winter sports. The AIA AIA suggests that this was fabricated on social media. 
This is very similar to getting the fall sports off the ground. A delay in the start will allow the state to get its numbers down and for school administrators to implement plans and sports modifications. David Hines is meeting today, actually this morning, had met this morning with state leaders to determine or to go over numbers and gather information. A special meeting of the executive board will be called at the earliest possible possible opportunity, which I've now found out is tomorrow. The recommendation on the table is to delay the start of winter sports until January. The executive board will be the ones who vote on this. The board may vote any way it wants to. It is only the executive board, which is compromised of representatives from the member schools, that can make this decision, not the AIA staff. If the end of winter sports season is pushed back a little and the start of the spring season will be adjusted, just like fall to winter in the initial plans, the goal all along has been to have complete seasons in all sports, culminating in championships. So it sounds to me like the AIA is committed to playing sports. Um, it, I felt like that. I've said that bef- this before on this show, that it felt this year like they are very much pro-athletes playing sports. I think the model that is going to make I, – I, I, I would not be opposed to a delay in the start of winter sports if there was a date – at the end, I would not be a fan of, hey, we're going to postpone winter sports until it's better. I don't think that that's responsible or feasible. I would be in support if they came out and said, we are going to delay the start of winter sports until January X, a date. I think I like that a lot better because there's an ending to it. You can't just keep you. You can re, re can, you reevaluate at X date, but if if you say we're going to delay the start of winter sports until numbers are better, that's that's just a broad statement. There's no way to reach those that goal. There needs to be a date at the end, in my opinion. I mean, I don't get a vote in this. I'm not on the executive board. I just I don't get a vote in it at all. So. But that would, be, that would be my recommendation. I do think that the AIA executive board b- believes that school and sports is a safe place for athletes to be. I do too. Although there are many uh, state school officials who don't. As a matter of fact, Monday on a KTAR interview in Phoenix... Uh, Kathy Hoffman, the state school superintendent, said on a talk show that, quote, winter sports needs to be delayed because they are spreading COVID that way. I'm paraphrasing. That's not her. That's not her full quote. I don't have her full quote quote, uh, pulled up here, but... I don't believe I've talked to many, 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 many athletic directors, coaches, school officials. I, I, and they tell me that they have not had any spread within their teams or new cases because of the teams. That's what they tell me. Then you have the state officials saying it's only because of sports why it's spreading so widespread. Some there's a disconnect there. Something in the middle. Some there needs to be somebody in the middle going, "Hey, middle ground here. This is um, 
if you those that are on my social media, I appreciate the stories of how school has helped, how sports have helped your kids stay in school or eligible at school. That's the kind of things they need to think about in this situation. And and I hope they make and like I said, if they delay it with an end date in sight, I'm okay with that. I'm not okay if it's an in perpetuity. Did I use that right? I might have tried, been trying to use a big word that I don't know. Um, because spring sports had it yanked out from underneath them last year. Spring sports is the only the only season that deserves to have a full season. We owe it to those kids to have a full season this year. Uh, so I don't want it to see it pushed back so far that spring sports don't get to play again because that would be a bigger disservice. So um, there, my soapbox. But uh, we'll find out tomorrow. That executive board meeting is tomorrow, so we'll keep you updated as much as I know when that happens tomorrow. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll talk Cardinals and Seahawks tomorrow night here on KTL. Welcome back to Overtime. Lee Patterson with you. Thanks for joining us. Just a couple of minutes left on today's program. Wanted to uh, mention the Arizona Cardinals. They play tomorrow night here on KATO Thursday night football against the Seattle Seahawks. Winner will stay in first place in the NFC West. The game is at 620 here. Uh, that's what kickoff is scheduled pregame many hours before that. How about the, the Hale Murray? That's what I like to call it. Um, and it's funny to watch on social media the argument between, well, it was more of the catch by Hopkins than it was the throw by Murray. Eh, eh, it's 50-50 at best. Yeah, Murray was in triple coverage and went up and brought it down. That's impressive. But Murray escaped a sack, ran against his strong arm, and and threw it down the field 55 yards in the air for the game winner against the Bills. I contend they shouldn't needed to be in that position to begin with. The play calling by Cliff Kingsbury uh, ahead in the fourth quarter was atrocious. Um, you can't go three and out and take 18 seconds off the clock when you have a lead in the fourth quarter of an NFL game. You you just can't do that. And they did it. Um, they're going to have to play much better. Or they're going to have to be better than that against the um, Seahawks. Although, you know, if you play we did better than they did against them type scenario, the the Bills trashed the Seahawks. And the Cardinals beat the Bills, so you know, in in a parallel universe, <laughs> they're the better team. So we'll see. It'll be fun to watch tomorrow night. They are fu- they're, the one thing about the Cardinals this year. They are fun to watch. You can't deny that. So that game's tomorrow night here on KTO. I'll be at Perry High School Friday night at seven for Thatcher versus Arizona College prep for the Big Three A play in game as well. Thanks for joining us. We'll update you on my social medias tomorrow about the AIA Executive Board meeting. So. We'll talk to you Friday. Have a good one. Goodbye. 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 Now, if you'll excuse me. Goodbye. Good night. Signing off. Come to bed now. Okay.